This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrook is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Go to GoDaddy.com for all of your domain and web hosting needs. Save 10% off by going to GoDaddy.com and entering the promo code BLUE13. That's B-L-U-13. Not bad, Don Juan. Don Juan was nothing before he made his deal with me. Regardless, I got her to go out with you. Congrats. Indeed. Now I just needed to fall in love with me. Greetings from Storybrook. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is the package you've been looking for, waiting for, even. It has been, what, six years something since we like last? Something like that. Something like that. Since we last went uh I'm walking with a Storybrooke. cane now. I walk with a cane now. It's been so long. Yeah. I have white hair. Um, you do have white hair. <laughs> I don't have white hair. Yes, you do. But anyway, this is a podcast <laughs> about Once Upon a Time. You remember that show, right? It's sometimes uh, on on Sunday night. It, it is sometimes once every uh, quarter or so. <laughs> it's on on Sunday night. No, it's night. on for four weeks, mm-hmm. and then it's off for four weeks, and then it's on for four yes. weeks, and then it's off for four well, weeks. In this case, it's on for four weeks, and then it's off until fall. Yeah, probably. Like, like they, September. I don't think they've officially announced the they season three yet. Have not officially announced it, but they have enough to go with at this mm-hmm. point that if they don't, it's kind of silly. Yeah, like I think it's pretty much a foregone conclusion, especially with some of the news stories we have coming up today. Uh, but uh, you know, we we didn't get around to doing any episode commentaries while we were off. We apologize. Fail. Total fail. Total fail. We were, gonna, we, we were going to do a spoiler party, too, and then we just never got it scheduled. I'm pretty sure that's when my allergies kicked in my bootay, mm-hmm. and I had no voice for yeah. about four days. And you know you know, I never shut up, so <laughs> it couldn't recover. <laughs> yeah, because we live in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, we, we're right now in what uh, – I don't know if it's referred to this, but I'll say it is uh, – pollen season, which basically means – Pollen Armageddon. Yeah. Like, it's attacking – yeah, there, there's about a quarter inch coat of pollen on everything that has been ex- even been exposed to the outside. If you open the door for a second, you have like an inch of pollen right right under your door. It's awful. But uh, we're back. Uh, so uh, I, I, I figured it might be a good idea since we've all been off of once for a while. Uh, we've probably been uh, reaching out and uh, looking into some of our other interests. Uh, what have you been looking into over the break, Amory? Um. I've been cooking a little bit more than I had been. <laughs> um, you know, I can only have chicken nuggets so often. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing a little sewing. Mm-hmm. Made my daughter a dress. Kind of excited about it. Nice. And I marathoned all three seasons of Downton Abbey in like three days. Downton Abbey. I, I keep meaning to watch that. Really I just knew. I haven't got you around to. to it yet. You need to. Maybe once I get through Fringe. It, no, because then by the time we get through Fringe, Arrested Development will be back. But. Arrested Development. You're going to marathon that in like two days because they're all coming out at the same time. In two days, and I'm going to watch it like four times. In, <laughs> in that nice two days. knowing you. Exactly. I will, what have I been into uh, over yes. the break? What have you been doing? Um, well, actually, I, I read this really good uh, series. It's by a guy named Joe Hill, who is actually uh, Stephen King's son. I, I guess yeah, – I don't know if there was a divorce or something in there, but Probably, yeah. his name's Joe Hill. Uh, but it's this uh, really good comic series called Lock and Key. It's not a – I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to you because you're a fan of Once, but if you're a fan of good storytelling, uh, it's really, really good. The basic premise is uh, the first issue uh, starts out with uh, the patriarch, the father of this family, being killed uh, by these two completely psychotic guys. And uh, then they move back to uh, the father's home in Maine, uh, Lockhouse, I think it's called. And they start finding all these magical keys that do things. Like there's one key, you open a door, you walk through the door, and you die and become a ghost until you return to your body. Or there's another key where you can unlock the top of someone's head and pull out memories and things like that. And it's set in a main town, in a spooky house in a main town, which is... Uh, you know, the apple didn't fall far from the tree uh, between Stephen King and Joe Hill. Right. But that was really good. Now, also, and we've both been watching, uh, actually, uh, when we were discussing 
a podcast to do. One of the ideas was to do a podcast called uh, The Companions, where we rewatched all of Doctor Who. But we're big Doctor Who fans, and Doctor Huge Who's been back. Doctor Who. Somebody and, stole our Companions idea, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can call them out. You're friends with them. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's been really good so far. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of crossover audience with Once Upon yeah. a Time and Doctor Who. Geeks uh, are geeks. But really good, good stuff so far. Clara, I don't know how to feel about Clara yet. She's pretty. She is pretty. She is pretty. She is nice, but the TARDIS doesn't like her. And if the TARDIS doesn't like you, like the TARDIS only helped her because mm-hmm. uh, the doctor was in danger. Yeah. The bell went off. The the TARDIS likes River, and River was an assassin <laughs> built to kill the doctor, you know? So, yeah. I mean, if the TARDIS doesn't like you, most likely you're impossible. So yeah. uh, we'll see where that goes. Anyway, but, uh, so back anyway, to Once Upon so a Time. This, this show is about Once Upon a Time. We just thought it'd be nice to talk about uh, what happened over the break a little bit. But uh, yeah, let's uh, go ahead and get into our wonderful episode discussion. You want to go ahead with the uh, episode summary? Belle's memory restored, but it's not what's expected. Greg and Tamara have Hook, and they've both defected. Rumpelstiltskin goes full evil for love after the love of his life gives a shove. Emma spills the beans and Nottingham's racy. All in this week's episode, Lacey. Lacey, Racy, Lacey. Oh, Lacey. Yeah, this was this this was an interesting episode. Like it it, it was just uh, it was really hard though because leading up into the episode, I was having a really hard time getting my excitement up. Right. Because it had been so long since the last episode that any sort of like momentum can, is gone. It had in my head had kind of fallen. But I I mean I was excited because. Once is back, back. <laughs> but I wasn't excited because, oh, they're going to deal with plots A, B, and C, and I'm going to find out what happened with this and that and the other. Right. But uh, it, it was a really good episode uh, overall. Uh, one thing I am, you know, it was the front of the episode. It was the thing most people pointed out, um, the dream sequence uh, with Rumpel <laughs> uh, turning Henry basically, what, to like stone or something and then he, smash yeah, or, like ice. Of- no, I think he turned him sort of like into a doll. Yeah, like porcelain. Like maybe. a porcelain doll. Yeah, and then and then just like smashing him with his cane, and uh, Rumpel wakes up in bed like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you can tell like he mm. sort of had a reaction like I would never do that now. Yeah, like I'm being a good guy. I'm doing so mm. now. I'm actually a little worried for him. Yeah, After yeah. Uh, there, there's some more. We'll or Nottingham. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we, we'll see what happens. Like the, the thing that kind of struck me, though, especially when I was going through and looking, you know, like at the Reddit thread discussion for it, you know, seeing stuff on Twitter and everything, is everyone was really pumped about uh, Henry uh, getting getting got. Uh, so sad, Henry. I mean, he's, I, what, what, he's well, so pivotal, though. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just smash him. Yeah. Well, one thing I've noticed, yeah, I've noticed it with this show. And The Walking Dead, because The Walking Dead also has one of the main characters as a kid. Like, for some reason, everyone always hates the kid. And I, I, I'm i not sure why, but... I, Is the kid actor on Walking Dead a better actor? Uh, he wasn't at first. Now I would say it. <laughs> um, it, Strange. Yeah, that probably has a little bit to do with it. They're less experienced with acting right and th- things like that but you know for for people out there who have hated henry all the all along the way i'm sure they love this they scene. replayed it and replayed it and replayed yes it. <laughs> yes they, they, they they actually haven't watched the episode at all they're still <laughs> replaying scene henry gets mad over and over and over but uh yeah okay so it just seems like this episode in particular but recently there's been lots of catching up to do mm-hmm. amongst everybody like Why? characters having to catch up other characters yeah, on... like oh what happened while we were in new york why like you couldn't have that talk off camera yeah yeah it's... everything doesn't have to be on camera mm-hmm. like maybe showing emma the beans could oh. have happened on camera but we didn't have to have a just a, an intense discussion. Mm-hmm. Or I did like getting to see Tiny again, though. That was, yeah. that, oh, was yeah. that was happy. Nice little tiny scene. That was a nice tiny scene. Now but the Regina it, and Gold definitely should have figured it out by now. Yeah, yeah. If she knew that Neil was Rumpel's son, and the uh, way the two of them were acting, yeah, it, yeah. If she knew that Neil was Rumpel's son, she, I'm sure she knew enough to know that 
Yeah, I mean the whole scene at with the well. It it didn't Henry go and give Neil a hug or walk away with Neil's arm around him something, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, but I I think I think uh, this is just a byproduct of working in a writer's room uh, because it, like I have I've never worked in a writer's room, but I have written uh, you know like uh, short. Uh, sketches and uh, a full film script with multiple people before. And Quality, all- that was. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you tried out for it, actually. Yeah, I didn't get cast. <laughs> but um, wh- where was I going with that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically what it is, you sit down and you break the story together. You know, you've come up with all the plot and all the beats and everything. And then everyone goes off and re- – well, in – the case of the movie I worked on, it was we each went off and wrote our scenes or our acts – and, you know, in this case, it would be everyone goes off and writes their episode. And I, I think it might just be partly because, oh, I didn't write the episode where Regina was at the well with Henry and Emma and everybody. So you forget. Or, or you're you like, oh, sure. well, that character doesn't know that. So we'll just go ahead and hit that right. beat. And it seems almost like something that they, it would probably be better left on the cutting room floor. Probably, yeah. But – you know, it it I, happens, and I mean, it didn't detract from my they, my they enjoyment. They were short much. scenes. They were just yeah, short scenes, or even they, I in a couple like with the beans and Emma and Tiny. I was just a couple lines. Yeah, and you know what? I think it was kind of okay because it came in this episode mm-hmm. after being off for a month. They may have really actually been doing it for the audience as well. Yeah, just kind of remind it. Well, they've done a lot of that because uh, we'll go ahead and. Talk, talk about uh, a little bit the uh, – there were a couple of pop-up video style oh. commentary episodes and there w- there was a hour-long special uh, last week. I watched it. it. I learned nothing. I'm sorry. I enjoyed mm-hmm. getting to hear the creators. I did not learn anything. Yeah, I, I think everybody, us included, were look was looking forward to uh, – Watching those to kind of get, you know, some additional insight. A little something, like, even with the whole, like, pop-up video, like, mm-hmm. I only caught part of one of them before I gave up on it because I was having major issues getting mm-hmm. it because we had a local special. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, you missed this? Bloop, so-and-so is related to so-and-so. I was like, you know what? I think I'd have preferred, if you look very carefully, you can see a Starbucks cup in the corner. Like something mm. the pop-up video actually did. Yeah, or when Jane Espenson was writing this scene, uh, she was referencing Charles Dickens or something. Right, or, but, you know, this week we all OD'd on pizza. If you notice, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of like <laughs> sauce on somebody's costume. Like yeah. something like that would have actually been... Like enhanced your enjoyment of the episode. Yeah, it would have given it would have been but little it, Easter eggs instead. Instead, no. it was just uh, like Rumple cast a spell on somebody and a little pop up. Rumple knows how to use magic. Yeah, it really was that silly. Yeah, and it would it kept referring you back to other episodes. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, for full explanation of this, watch such and such. Watch and I'm X, like, watch Y. Um. That's what you're here for. That's what the pop-up thing's for. So mm-hmm. hopefully they don't do – I'm sure they'll re-air them like six times. Yeah, but. And, and, and I mean they, I, I can see their logic behind the pop-up video episodes and the special and everything. They're trying to get people hooked in right before the big finale, right? Right. They're, well, uh, they're trying to up ratings too probably. Yeah, yeah. But, it, and, but I think a lot of uh, once heads I'll, – I'll call it oncers. There we go. There we go. That's the proper We're term. going for it. We're calling them oncers. A, l- a lot of oncers were hoping for, you know, extra stuff when really it was just, you know, it, it, just uh, something out there to g- bring in more new audience. Right. We, but, you know, it happens. Hopefully it brought a couple people. No no haterade on the concept. There is just, no haterade. Just if you were worried if you missed something important you by didn't. missing those episodes with the pop-ups or the special, you really didn't. Mm-mm. I mean, the special might be fun to go back and watch sometime, obviously. But, Since uh, you haven't seen it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you, you know, you didn't miss much. Okay, so back to Lacey. Okay, back to Lacey. Back to Lacey. Okay, Shiny. so. Sorry. So we, and we were talking about this a little bit in the, the last uh, section, uh, but Storybrooke has beans now. Nope, Regina has beans now. Regina has beans now. Yeah, stupid so, magical car tracing spell. <laughs> like, it, it, was it just me, or was it a little odd that the tire tracks went right out into the field when we saw them arrive earlier, and they just parked on the side of the road? 
Because it wasn't just like it kind of like edged over toward the field. It was it like a hard into turn the, yeah, was, into the field. Well, I mean, that was a different time, but yeah. 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 I'm, I'm sure they'd, you know, driven the truck away before. Not, not complaining about it too much or anything. Yeah. It was, it was odd. Mm-hmm. You could tell she was like, hmm, what the what? Yeah. But it was something that, uh, in the, let me make sure I didn't mention this later yeah, on in our we'll notes here. Okay. No, but, uh, something I, I thought it was just horrendous characterization for in again you know this isn't like a haterade episode no not there, at all there were just a couple points that were kind of like eh, but i that emma slipped like that and you know said or you might lose him forever regina's gonna pick up on that yeah regina she's no dummy mm-hmm. so and you're sitting there with the book yeah like I think the book's funny. I, I I mean, you could kind of kind of excuse it as Emma was like, "Oh crap, my whole family wants to go back to uh, fairy tale land. Uh, I I better think about this." Right. I'm I'm so curious who wrote the book. Did we ever get clarification on that? We have still not got clarification. Were we supposed to find that out last season? No, I think we're supposed to find that out. That I think they said at that Paley Center thing, which uh, we have the link uh, from. I think Couple. last episode or two episodes ago, it was up at on the least site, three episodes ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. But I, I think they said there that we would find out who wrote the book this okay, season. Okay, well, they have three episodes. I wonder. I wonder if it could be like uh, Greg Greg Mandel. no how would he know all of that i don't know he hasn't been there like i'm just thinking who else could it be because i always thought it was august well i always thought it was august too but But, no it can't be greg because actually it can't be august either because august no it could be august yeah that would be weird because he was a child yeah august was around until the end he was a little itty bitty guy as we can see he's not Mm -hmm. so much excuse me mature (laughs) Um, in his current form, but no, it couldn't be Greg Mandel because he hasn't been there. He wasn't in there. And those stories aren't just your typical fairy tales. They are, you know, they detail the curse and stuff. Somebody had to have lived through the curse. Well, I almost, just because him and Tamara are kind of, uh, you know, magic hunters and they're going, going around documenting, uh, you know, all sorts of magical activity and stuff. It, it just makes me wonder if maybe, I don't know, maybe for, uh, what was his name? The dragon from the last maybe episode? Maybe it was the dragon. Oh, no, no, I'm saying maybe the dragon had written something like he had a notebook with all of his memories from the old lands or whatever. And they took it and they wrote the book and got it to Henry somehow. Or maybe they were involved with the adoption. Who knows? Like they're, they're the only is as far as like you know dramatic tension and everything they're the only characters that have been set up this season that it could possibly be i think i obviously it could be it could end up being august it could end up being you know something rumple embedded in the curse right yeah but i don't know i'm not sold that it's greg or tamara oh i'm not either trust okay, me okay cuz like this isn't a strong conviction like it's one of those situations where there there's at this point, there's only a couple characters that can be, and it's those characters. But I don't think they would do that. Well, pause. Okay. Do you think some- grumpy? No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> Stealthy. Um, Gus, Gus. Gus Sorry, Gus. we haven't mentioned Gus, Gus yet. Yeah, we we had to get our Gus, Gus mention in. Uh, but do you think it could have been like snow or something while she was pregnant with Emma? Like wrote down the history. Wrote down the history and because Snow is the one who gave it to Henry and there was the sliver that we previously dis- – or was discussed in this episode. You know, there was a sliver of their their mm-hmm. old self really was still alive in their new storybook. This yeah. just dawned on me. This is not like – Yeah, but it, the only problem I have with that is after the curse was li- lifted, you'd think that would have come up. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad I gave Henry my book that I wrote before the curse was enacted in, in fairy tale land. Thank goodness that plan worked. <laughs> you know, like I, it seems like it would have come up. That doesn't seem like something that Snow would want to keep secret. Yeah. You just um, – I don't know. It was just an idea. Just a thought. Fair enough. Fair enough. Blue fairy is always, 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 always an a prime sus- suspect. Yeah, she's totally a prime suspect. Mm. Oh, anyway. she's going to be a dragon con too. <gasps> is she? Yeah. 
I love her. Her yeah. Twitter entertains yeah, me. Yeah, and Jane Espenson will be at Dragon Con as well. So we really crossed. need to get to Dragon Con. I know. If uh, there's anyone out there um, who has any pool at Dragon Con, help us. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm talking to people. I'm trying to try. You have to, a project you're supposed to be working on. I, I do. Maybe I, you should do that tonight. <laughs> but uh, you know, we're we're trying to get the Dragon Con thing set up. But if you know anyone. <laughs> it, it, if you know anyone who's running, you know, the Once Upon a Time panels and they need host, greetings Ta-da! from Storybrooke. It's the greetings from Storybrooke panel with uh, Ralph Sparge and... What? Jay- it, I probably oh. mispronounced it. Oh, yeah. Hopper. 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 Can't you just do that? Yeah, I can do that. No. Go ahead. I don't know anyone's real name. Sorry. So, Robin Hood and his enchanted bow and his backstory. That was kind of boring. Yeah, it just seemed it seemed kind I of saw where it story. was going. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see it. It was nice to see the relationship build, mm-hmm. and the, you know the equal yet opposite relationship building in Storybrooke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was kind of a like it seems like any anybody who comes in from classic. British mythology kind of gets the short shrift because that happened with Lancelot too. He was just kind of well. I got he, I he, he had a better flashback actually. Better flashback. Um, but yeah, uh, he he just didn't impress me very much. And you know they they had a couple things layered in there that they could go back to, like why was Maybarian sick? Blah blah. Well, blah. that was that was another part of mine. Is who's the baby? What do you mean? Maybarian was like uber pregnant. Well, I. Assume that her and Robin Hood probably had probably had a nice night and shared. No, 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 no. But who is the baby? Oh, who like in Storybrooke? Like, who's the character? Do we know the character? There's a lot of this children running around well, Storybrooke. We, I don't think we don't even know if Robin Hood is in Storybrooke or not. But the sheriff is the sheriff. And we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. I, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, we don't even know if Robin Hood's in Storybrooke, and it, it just seems so weird. It, like. You know they found they found a decent way to to bring him in to bring him in and everything, but you know they pumped it up so much in all the advertising. Oh my god! Robin for like two Hood weeks, I was like, "Ooh, Robin Hood, this is going to be good. This is going to be this is not good." Yeah, it was like actually, I thought that you know when they did Jack the Giant Killer, um, that, oh. that she got more character development than Robin Hood did, and she got less promotion. Yeah, yeah, she was just really weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, it just uh as far as the enchanted bow, I don't know. I I really don't know if I like that because, you know, uh archery is one of Robin Hood's big things. Uh-huh. And to say that it was all done with magic instead of Robin Hood sad. being awesome, I it just uh kind kind of gets me down a little bit. It's kind of like saying, "Oh, uh Superman's invulnerable, but it's only because uh his enemies are very weak or something." It just kind of deflates the had to be a Superman reference, right? It did. Yeah. It did. Man of Steel coming out soon. Uh, <laughs> we should do a Man of Steel special. Why don't you do one with Liam? I don't think that would work out very well. I don't think so either. But uh, yeah, but it just kind of uh, it kind of deflates the character a little bit, makes him a little less impressive. But I mean, that wasn't the only bow in his quiver. Either <laughs> the no. enchanted bow, most definitely not. But uh, yeah, Robin Hood, man. Hopefully, I'm sure we're going to come back to that. Like, yeah, I, there's no way it's over. It, it definitely. I look forward to see what they do with the character in the future. I'm glad he's in the world and in the mix now. His his first outing, he it could have been any other character. Yeah, it could have been literally, and it could have been some random bandit. In, in it was a very like even forest. like snow type of thing to do. Yeah. Like, so it wasn't very Mm. far off the uh, beaten path, if you will. Yeah. One thing, and I don't, I don't think uh, there were, no, there weren't any other notes about this. I thought it was, I I thought it was really surprising that we got a uh, Rumpel and Belle flashback because I kind of figured that in the original Beauty and the Beast story that, or, you know, episode that they had kind of told the entire history of those two characters in fairy tale land yeah and then coming back here and getting like a little glimpse i I thought was really neat yeah i mean it was really nice to see their relationship i Mm -hmm. just kind of building and yeah like their relationship part was really nice yeah you gotta have library though i needed chip dancing and singing (laughs) but yeah 
Yeah, you know, uh, this episode definitely. If you if you're a Rumbell fan, this was the episode, this episode for the Rumbells. Yeah, because that, that whole section has been kind of weak this half season for sure. Definitely. Uh, ever since she lost her memory, she's just oh, they pop into the hospital every couple yeah, episodes. Like, say why hi. was she in the hospital for so long? She was. I mean, it was amnesia. Yeah, but well, I, I, they probably felt they couldn't just let her go on. Of her own. They all knew who she was. They all knew who she was. She didn't know who she was. Why could And she didn't know who they were, which is she, probably the more important thing. Yeah, she didn't know about... She doesn't know that, about magic. Yeah, why don't... I don't understand why you don't just teach them, but anyway. Yeah. But, but at uh, least her, because she's from it. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Complete sidebar. Continue, <laughs> please. Okay, uh, in, in this uh, note, I titled it in our notes, The Sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah. Uh, I... You know, and don't take this the wrong way. I really loved the Sheriff of Nottingham character, both in Fairytale Land and in Storybrooke. Not because he was a heroic guy or anything. Obviously not. Right. <laughs> he he was pretty much a slime ball. But he he was he was really well developed. He was a really well developed yeah, slime ball. Yeah, like like uh, within. Uh, 30 seconds of him being introduced you know you knew who this guy was you knew what he was after and that really transferred over into the modern version of him in storybrook too yeah i like when he looked up and said i've been waiting a long time for this <laughs> like nice nice only 28 years yeah yeah eh, probably 29 anyway. no but I, I really liked him overall I, I did think uh that was probably the I don't know. I'd say the crudest thing they've done uh, in the series as a whole was when he, you know, asked for an hour with the witch. With Bell twenty to, minutes <laughs> to reveal uh, Robin Hood's location. Like I, I was kind of surprised they went there, especially with you know how how much this uh, show is targeted at uh, family. Uh, well, family or the, even the female gender, you know, because but he rejected it. This is true. Had he this accepted is true. it, then there would be letters written. Mm-hmm. There'd be a, like a you know, campaign. Yeah, and that, that would that would turn it into a really dark show, even darker than the whole snow killing core <laughs> indirectly. Yeah, thing. because that was you know they were provoked anyway. Yeah, but uh, yeah, really like Sheriff Nottingham. Unfortunately, I don't think we'll be seeing too much of him anymore because he Maybe he's gonna, he's going to be in the hospital <laughs> probably. But we like the hospital and the really scared nurse. Mm. Where is she? Um, no, but uh, uh, just speaking of, uh, yeah, Rumpel, Rumpel really went to town on him. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, I think I really it bothered me a lot mm-hmm. with Belle just standing there watching and enjoying it. Yes, like I, and we'll go ahead and address this point okay. since we brought it up here, but. The one thing I kept thinking as they made that revelation that, you know, Belle or Lacey uh, wanted Rumple because he was a bad guy. He she she wasn't there because he was the kind guy who showed up while she was in the hospital. She was there because she heard that he was a jerk from everybody in town and she loves jerks. And then she, you know, encourages him to be as bad as he wants to be. And uh I, th- this is probably going to go into a very dark place for Rumpel, I'm assuming. And yeah. I, I'd assume he's going to do a lot of things, especially considering, you know, that he he really kind of wants to kill Henry. Um, or That's why want to. I was, yeah, I yeah. was saying it really, like, it opens him up a lot to actually do something to him yeah to see to see him do the types of things we saw him do in uh fairy tale land right in all the flashbacks and everything but it really makes me wonder if when and i'm sure it will eventually happen bell gets her real bell memories back if she's even going to want to be with him anymore i mean but yes, she's been pushing him yeah that, she, she mean, pushed him into it and i, I mean there there's a certain amount of she knew he was capable of this yeah there's a, there's a level of forgiveness though and i mean even though she was part of it she's not herself and uh rumble knows she's not herself but he's a, going and, with it cuz he well, wants her back yeah yeah and it's just it's one of those and it's also Rumple could be playing her too, you know. I mean, no one's really going to care if he right. beats the crap out of the sheriff of Nottingham, right. but maybe he's just trying to pretend to be dark so 
this Lacey persona will be into him and eventually fall in love with him. And then when they have true love's kiss, everything's right with the world. Huzzah. That could be it, too. Although, Rumpel really seemed to be enjoying himself. <laughs> being a he was taking show. out all of his anger, and then it sort of was like a turn-on. Mm-hmm. It was a little disturbing. Just a little. Kind of wanted little. to walk away. Even more disturbing than the age difference. But we love Rumbel. We do love the Rumbel. And I, I, ho- I hope things work out for those two crazy kids. If anyone deserves it, they do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, Greg and Tamara and the magical map. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of entertained that he has a map. I didn't notice how many points were on it. Yeah. Because we've really only seen him observe it three, three times. The so, car wreck in the hospital with the Regina making things float mm-hmm. and then um, at Regina's house. Yeah. That's all I can recall. Yeah, that's a, I think so. Yeah. Okay, because there was definitely – or did he see anything with Henry? Maybe. Either way, there was like six or seven pinpoints. Mm. So I'm kind of entertained to know what else has he seen. Yeah. Maybe he knows about the beans. Well, he might have seen the giant, the giant running through town. Yeah, I think he was still – wasn't he still in the hospital? Yeah, he was still in the hospital Maybe. at that point. If you're in the hospital in Storybrooke, you know nothing mm-hmm. about anything. You know, it's – again, not a Haterade episode. It really is. I did, I did like the episode. I did I, – I thought we would know more about – Greg and Tamara's intentions yes. now well, in let's history. Pull let's pull that back then because I had some stuff. Um, oh, did you? I, I want more interaction between the two of them. I mm-hmm. want to know what the they're up to. Yeah, we need we need a Greg and Tamara flashback. We need a proper scene. To, yeah, just to explain uh, wh- what's going on there. Like, right. I, I mean, obviously we know Greg's in town because he wants to find his dad. But right, how like, did they hook up? Yeah, why why are they heart to heart with? The magical world. Uh, that's an well, old we, '70s show reference. If you don't get it, I apologize. I wasn't no. even born in the '70s. I just happened to watch it on FX when I was like 13 or 14. But uh, it, it was a, a husband and wife detective team. Let's move on. Yeah, uh, heart um, to heart. Heart uh, to heart. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, it's just I, I, I'd like to see some history there. I could, and I mean they're they're not even really. Besides, you know, the basic facts of both of them that we already know, they're making no allusions to any other Anything. story with them or their backstory at all. So it's just a little buggy, but I, I, I'm sure it'll be addressed. They're, they're building they to something. three episodes. Especially with, with the package. Yeah. Now that the – okay. Now that the package, which we'll definitely leave that alone, um, <laughs> is delivered, they have to have a bigger mm-hmm. – like – everything next week yeah well you, you let's talk i don't think we actually have it in the notes let's talk about the package for just a second do you think hook he's is, a hook yeah. sorry he's a captain you're a crook, hook. captain hook sorry um but no do you think that uh hook is going to help them or do you think hook with Cora dead hillside with emma and and the rest and the rest i think we do that every time definitely not rumple but not but i think he's going to do the hook thing and whatever works best for him Mm -hmm. at this point though he should kind of be scared if rumples on this anger kick Mm -hmm. because it could be trouble if he tries to attack him and now he's got like a sidekick yeah the dark one doesn't need a sidekick (laughs) but he does so i kind of want to see him side with emma and them Mm -hmm. because again and if Rumple is not so nice, he's not going to be, you know, in the good with the Charmings. Yeah. And like, that whole trip back that we know is coming in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Ta-da. Yeah. I, the, the one thing that could stop Hook from going after Rumple is if a bunch of really good people that he thinks are okay convince him not to. And the way Rumple's going... The people in town, Charming, Snow, right. Emma, they're not going to be willing to do that, probably. Mm-mm. Neil. But uh, yeah. see here. I, I really like that Prince Charming has become uh, Rumpelstiltskin's de facto relationship coach. 
Like yeah, any, that was hysterical. Yeah, any any time now that uh, Rumble's having problems with uh, Belle or Lacey or whoever, uh, he runs right to Charming every time. Well, because Charming and Snow have always had such a good relationship. It, they've had true love. I believe that was the source of the true love that Rumple yes. has been using in all of his spells and everything. Yes, so. it is. I, I, yeah, I, I guess you they know. They do have a connection. He he he, he, he knows the source is trustworthy. He knows the source advice. is trustworthy, but now he owes charming. Yes. Which should well, be. Although, who knows if he's going to be in the mood to honor death. He will honor any. He has to honor it. But maybe. He has to honor it. But he gets tricksy with it. He does. I didn't you, you say know, it he, would be proper, but I said Charming it. calls in a favor. Rumple's like, okay, in the process of, uh, you know, returning that favor, he kills half the town. Yeah, you know, it's going to be something crazy, but it, it depends on how ramped up Rumple gets before brought back to earth. Yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly. So, um, who was Lacey hustling? How do you mean? Explain that. Who was she? Literally, like, who was the dude playing her? Pole? Oh. Well, I was mean, that the other um, the the defected dwarf? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't like. I just like the second time watching it through. I was like, mm-hmm. is that a dwarf? Well, the thing is, there 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 were so many just random characters in that bar, including the bartender. Uh, that they didn't have any character associated with them. I, that I guess we I, know of. I feel we're going to know mm-hmm. that bartender more. Well, actually, uh, I think I read somewhere that the bartender in that scene mm-hmm. was actually like the roommate or the friend or something of one of the writers. Oh, and they just brought him in for that little scene. But he might be like I don't know, a comedian. He seemed like he could be he a comedian really or something. Familiar. Like that. Yeah, he seemed very familiar to me. Mm-hmm. But no, it just. I feel like for something like that, they were going to pick somebody with some meaning. Mm -hmm. I mean, it didn't have to be anything major. Yeah. You know, Townsperson 62, but (laughs) Townsperson 62 has to have some sort of backstory. Everybody's got a backstory. Yeah, I'm sure it just came down to – I mean, who knows? They might have tried it and then realized that it really – it seems like something that could definitely take away from the momentum of the episode, especially when you have – like, actually, if it had been Robin Hood or something, that probably would have made me feel a little better. That would have been awesome. Or, you know, just someone else who was related to the flashback. Yeah, well, so, I mean, they thought they were pulling in the Nottingham. Or if so. they had made Robin Hood someone important in the present. Something – sorry, still complaining about Robin Hood. <laughs> Okay. Uh, where were we? Okay. Uh, so uh, as we uh, previously previously <laughs> discussed, uh, Snow's on Snow's finally on board for the journey to Fairy Tale Land. Uh, do we think that they're going to get there, or do we think that he basically is Regina going to wipe out their bean crop and do something evil with it, or is she going to take just enough to enact some sort of scheme later on down the road? Is she just going to grab a couple well, beans? Well, the beans aren't ready for harvesting. Yet. Yet. Exactly. But no one else, no one knows that Regina knows about the beans, so they're not going to be protecting for it. Yeah, that is that. So when the beans are ready, they're, they're Regina's if she wants them, I'm sure. Right. But how does she know anything about beans when they're ready? Uh, well, she, she, she's had magic beans in the past, hasn't she? No. I'm sure she knows about them, though. She knows about them, but how does she know when they're ripe? This they're is true. They're ready for the uh, when, I'm sure she's going to be, like, checking When them. the dwarves, Tiny and Charming, are all pounding down beers at Granny's, uh, saying, job well done, fellas. <laughs> Possibly. She'll walk in with lasagna. She'll see that. She'll turn around and go out to the <laughs> she'll field. She'll walk in. She'll set her, her uh... Lasagna on the table and walk away. What's this show's deals with with lasagna? Because I guess what Granny's has a lasagna <laughs> dish now. Granny's overrated lasagna or something. Oh, it's like, it was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Somebody's Italian. Always, always, I wonder if Granny was offended when, when Regina brought that lasagna. Well, that to was the a party. potluck, so that yeah. was different. Fair was enough. Different. Granny was providing beer for that moment. Yeah, but I also kind of wonder now that Snow is on board with going back to Fairy Tale Land too. How Emma's going to react because. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, and yeah, it might be the safest place for her and Henry and their family, especially if Regina doesn't make it. Right. Uh, but, you know, she, do- she doesn't know that world. She's- she doesn't know that world, but she is curious about that world, mm-hmm. and I think right now her thing is Neil. 
Mm-hmm. She wants to do what he wants to do. Yeah. Uh, so I think that, I mean, she's mm-hmm. obviously still in love with Neil. Yeah, so... but she thinks he's off the table, and he is until he finds... Well, I mean, they're kind of separated right now. But they right haven't now, had any sort up. of a interaction either since that one scene. Yeah. And wasn't that great of a scene? Like, if you're mm-hmm. engaged, can you act engaged, please? Like, I know you got into a fight, but it's been three days. Well, they're not... Obviously, we know she's running around. Uh, she has her own plans. Right, but she's trying to, like... Well, I, I thought that last scene with Neil and Tamara ended with uh, her being like, I, I, I need some time to myself. And running off. Okay, time to herself in Storybook. And she talks into Deep Timber like this, too. Hi, I'm Tamara. I, I, I'm, I'm the fiancé of Neil. And I also make out with Greg. <laughs> <laughs> that I will hate her on. <laughs> Okay, so. and uh, yeah, we already distrust, di- distrust. <laughs> we distrusted it. We distrust uh, the entire episode. No, uh, we discussed <laughs> the entire episode. Uh, so really, I guess uh, we just have to see here. Um, in honor of Lacey, uh, out, of, out of 17 shots of whiskey... <laughs> How many shots of whiskey would you give this episode? As many as they'll let me have. Um, <laughs> Not sorry. how many would you drink. Oh, how many oh. would you give? Um, I'm going to go with... Was that a 17? Out of 17. Sorry. The allergies are <laughs> catching okay. up with me. Blame the pollen. <laughs> the pollen. It's the pollen. We're waiting. Dun, dun, oh, sorry. 13. Dun, 13. Fair enough. Fair enough. Explain your answer, madam. Hold on, the pollen. <laughs> the pollen. I'll, well, I'll go ahead. Uh, yeah, since she's that. dealing with some allergy stuff, sorry about that, audio listeners. I'm sure that's not great, especially if you have earbuds in. But I'll, I'll, I'll give it a 12. I'll give it a 12. It was a good episode. It wasn't a great episode. Right. It was nice to have it back. They could have done a little better with Robin Hood. They could have done better with Robin Hood. They could have mm-hmm. done better with Tamara and her gentleman friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and they could have had a little less scenes of characters telling other characters what's, what's happened on. Yeah. Uh, on screen. And Regina, can you just like do something? Well, I, I mean, I, she did the beans. I, I was going to say, I, th- I, th- I think, I think she's just biding her time, and I think now that she has the beans, she'll be good. Booyah! Okay, well. Whatever, I'm not an evil wrinkle. You know, one thing before we finish discussing the episode, though. Yes. Um, you know, when they uh, were bringing Hook in and everything, yep. I, I mean, Hook should be able to get out of things pretty easily. They must have had some sort of Hook book uh, with instructions on how to capture Captain Hook uh, before before they brought him into Story Brook. The hook book before Storybrooke, if you get my meaning. But I was thinking about this, and I was thinking, well, wouldn't it be nice if Once fans all had a hook book, uh, you know, to teach them everything they need to know about Captain Hook? And so I wrote it. You wrote it? Yeah, I wrote it. It's it, it's huge. It's, it's huge. Literally 175 words. <laughs> uh, but it's in 72-point typeface, so it's about 50 pages. And But I was looking for a way to sell it. And then I w- decided, you know, maybe I should sell it through a website. A website? Yeah, an e-commerce website uh, running uh, Zencart, and, you know, which needs databases, all that sort of stuff, PHP on the server, I, You're and, speaking Greek to me. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, but hopefully uh, not to the people listening. Um, no, no, but I, I, I needed a website for it. Uh, but I needed some place to host it. Hosting. Hosting. Do you know any good host? Because I, 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 I want something that's going to have ninety nine point nine percent uptime, and uh, you know, so all the oncers out there who want the hookbook can come uh, find the hookbook, the hookbook at hookbook.info. Um, and I also want something uh, that's going to be real easy to do myself uh, where I can automatically install an e-commerce package and get things so going. So would you maybe want like 10% off of this if I could do it? 
<sighs> no. No? No, I wouldn't. I, you know one time? Okay, fine. I well, like giving you, people money. No, you know say, what? Just give me the money. Yeah, you give know me what? The, I'll take care of it for you. Se- second second thought, I would like 10% off. You would like 10% off? I, I, but, Have you ever heard of... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no please. After you. <laughs> um, have you ever heard of GoDaddy? GoDaddy. GoDaddy. I've never heard that before in my life, even at the beginning of this episode. Um, they are a web hosting company. Web hosting. Web hosting. That's what I. That's what I'm looking for. Exactly, and I can save you ten percent on your web hosting. Ten <laughs> percent off my web hosting, please. Yep. Tell me more. No, you gotta go, Daddy. You do your whole website thing, mm-hmm. and then when you go to checkout, you enter the po- uh, the uh, promo code Pod thirteen. Pod thirteen. Pod thirteen off your web hosting. And the the promo code Pod Pod thirteen. Not Plod. Not Plod. Pod. Like podcast. Pod thirteen. Yes. At checkout, will get me ten percent off my web hosting. Yes, sir. But what if I wanted? I you know I was thinking about getting the basic web hosting, but then I was like, you know what? The Hookbook is going to be so successful, and also I'm going to be sued by Captain Hook, so I'm going <laughs> to – I'm, one, I'm going to want a lot of capacity for traffic, and two, I'm going to want money for uh, legal expenses, things like that. So okay. I'm, I want to save a little bit more, and I want a slightly better – let's say a tier uh, one hosting plan instead of a tier three. Is, is, is there any – I'd like to save a little more money too. I can save you 20%. 20 percent 20 percent that's incredible oh on a on a, a tier two hosting plan one two or three one two or three you have options please tell me how host pod 13 host pod 13 h-o-s-t-p-o-d-1-3 at checkout at checkout and i can save 20 percent off a of hosting one two and three plan. true story amazing isn't it i think you should go do it right now i am Done. And I want to thank GoDaddy for sponsoring <laughs> this week's episode. I'm sorry, GoDaddy. I'm so uh, bad. Greetings from Storybrooke. And go, like we said, you know, uh, go to GoDaddy. You can use the promo code POD13 for 10% off web hosting and uh, host POD13 for 20% off hosting one, two, and three plans. Thanks again for GoDaddy for bringing everybody uh, this show greetings from storybrook <laughs> greetings from storybrook and now on to the news news okay so first off we have the ratings which are lower than last time unfortunately well you know we were off for four weeks but it only fell a single tenth of a point from its previous new episode so that's like one neighborhood right Right, right. It, that that was one guy didn't turn on his box that normally does for the Nielsen ratings. He was on vacation. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, overall pretty good. Uh, 2.1 share, uh, 3.37 million viewers uh, at 8 p.m. So uh, good on you, Once Upon a Time. Let's, let's keep moving up. One sirs, one sirs, one sirs. <laughs> okay, uh, you want to take this next one? Okay, so the Once Upon a Time Spinoff. Spinoff, yes. There has been a lot of news on this since we last recorded. And we're sticking with the casting news for today. So if you would like other news, Mm -hmm. Google it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We can only do so much. So her name is Sophie Lowe, Mm -hmm. and she is going to be Alice. She's cute. Mm -hmm. She's cute. Not quite the Alice I would pick, but she's cute. She actually really looks like she belongs in the Hunger Games. A bit. A bit. Okay, good. Not just me. Yeah, like the one thing that has me worried about this is, is she's a bit older. She's what twenty two years old or so. Yeah, but she don't. She looks fourteen. <laughs> yeah, this is true. I mean, I mean, I know the picture. She's probably meant to look it's like t- that. It's TV. If you're twenty eight, you're sixteen. Right. I, I I just worry that it's going to turn into one of those uh, girl who went to a fantasy land when she was a kid goes back to a fantasy land when she's an adult and she's hardcore and bad a and she's ready to. Terra is a new one or Wonderland a new one, which has been done to death. I, it's a good story. It's a good format. I, th- I just think it's been done to death. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see. In in our other uh, casting news about this, Paul Rubens, also known as <laughs> Pee Wee Herman, uh, is going to be the voice of the White Rabbit uh, in, in the show, which is great. Uh, Pee Wee was always a personal hero of mine when I was growing up. And uh, you know I've I've liked liked what he's done since too. He does a lot of voiceover work. He voiced uh, B- 
Batmite on Batman Brave and the Bold, and he did great on that. We do like Batmite. Yeah, the the Batmite episodes of that show were uh, some of my favorites. He he did a wonderful, wonderful job. I actually got to see him uh, do a Q and A for Pee Wee's Big Adventure at the Arc Like Cin- Cinema when I lived out in L. A. Oh, once. really? Yeah, oh. it it was pretty cool. And he said, you know, new Pee Wee movie coming soon. This, that was eight years ago. So right. <laughs> obviously Still not that, that huh? soon. But uh, yeah, very cool that he's going to be involved and good to see him uh, have regular work, uh, yeah, you know, because that doesn't happen for everyone who was a star in the 80s, unfortunately. Right. Exactly. No, but he's doing good and it, it, it'll be interesting. I, I wonder if we're going to get to see this as like a one-off episode if they don't pick up the series though for Wonderland. I Yeah, I feel like we're going to see it because they're – it seems like they're, or from what I've heard, they're creating this to fill in these voids mm-hmm. a bit. Or like, I think it's going to be like the summer season. Obviously not this year. Yeah. But it's supposed to help over the hiatuses. See, like, I, I think the f- from the impression I've got, though, the hiatus-i, or however <laughs> you say the plural of that, uh, they were kind of artificial. They weren't because of production schedules or anything. They were just because... ABC decided to go off or, or go dark or they wanted to uh, – they didn't feel like competing with X, Y, or Z and getting – Well, it makes sense for the, for the month or whatever they took off for awards shows. That's just yeah. – you're not going to win against them. You're really mm. not. But what was this last one for? Yeah, it it, it just really like, served. The only purpose it served – purpose. The only purpose it <laughs> served was to kind of – dampen fan enthusiasm and fan I think that's excitement. really and you know they or maybe you know they had done those specials as hoping that would actually rebuild mm-hmm. the excitement and showing some key episodes maybe it, and, yeah because you know trying to rebuild since they had been lagging and they definitely didn't require that much on mm-hmm. their part yeah and it's, it's probably you know network heads just pulling their ha- hair out trying to figure out uh, how to turn the show around a little bit but right, i but the thing is, you know, if creatives aren't involved in those kinds of decisions, a lot of times they're so concerned about getting new audience, they forget about the audience that's already there and into it. And vocal. Mm-hmm. And very, very vocal of yes. an audience. And you'd think they know because they do have a fairly active uh, Twitter. Uh-huh. Like the show has a very – well, they, but that's the, a creative probably. Yeah, well, it, either that or the Twitter is just some intern who gets told, oh, you can leak out this – script snippet or this photo yeah but i don't know they as sad as it sounds they retweet a lot of like decent things Mm -hmm. so i don't i don't i mean you know we never know who's in charge of them take that um so yeah anyway anywho okay and our last story of the evening is in i've there's a story connected to this. I'll mention it briefly after I mention the story. Marvel, uh, which is also owned by Disney, is going to be publishing a Once Upon a Time graphic novel. Uh, in Once Upon a Time, Shadow of the Queen, the evil queen has quite literally captured the huntsman's heart. With the huntsman a slave, experience the never-before-told tale behind their re- twisted relationship. And what happens when a good... <laughs> Sorry, I had to take a breath. And what happens when a good man is forced to do bad? And when Regina cooks up yet another devious plan to capture Snow White, the huntsman comes face to face with his past, including an independent spirit and Red Riding Hood that may just match his own. Can these two break free of the forces that bind them and save Snow White? And uh, yeah, it's going to be coming out... You know what? It doesn't have a date no, listed here. No, it doesn't have a date, and it misspells Disney, which is entertaining to me because it's on like bleeding yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, no, I, I I think it's supposed to be sometime over the summer, isn't it? It's like June or July. I think so. Something just came out. I don't have a proper. Yeah, but uh, the thing I wanted to, and I'm trying to look up the release date. The thing I wanted to mention, if we hadn't mentioned it before, was the Once Upon a Time novel. Okay, I, that was it. I thought I put that in here. Sorry. Uh, no, it's cool. I they came out this week. What's it called again? I <laughs> uh, in here. I'll look that what? up too while we're at it. Sorry, it, we're rusty. We're rusty. Exactly. Um, no, but let's see here. Uh, Once upon a time, graphic novel. My computer. September fourth. Okay. Uh, the graphic novel will be coming out from Marvel, and the uh, for, did I say from novel? 
I think you it, say graphic. I don't know. Graphic novel from Marvel. Novel series. Send. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Sorry, folks. <laughs> we, like I said, we're still a little launching a novel. Apparently, I've clicked this link. Reawakened. Yes, and it just came out. I think it just came out today. Uh, April no it comes out it comes out on Saturday so uh we definitely do want to do something uh with the novel yeah uh, it, it's just a matter of time we might not get to it until let's do it this summer well, I was gonna say it might be something good to do as after the series wraps like we'll do the episode for the last episode and then the next week we'll we'll maybe bring on some of the fans we've had on over the course of the season and uh, then maybe we'll have a specific fan that we meant to have on for an episode. I failed. Over the Sorry. break. Um, and, and the scheduling, uh, we didn't get around to it. Uh, but maybe we could have her on because she seemed like she would be a really cool person to have on to discuss the book. Wait, mystery person. Uh, you pro- if you know, know the if show, you, to the show, you, you know, probably know who we're talking about. My computer's frozen. But, oh, it's fine. You're going to uh, have to read. I'll have to read. That's fine. Um, okay, so yeah, uh, but uh, we'll try and do something with the novel here shortly. And uh, now I guess we'll uh, come to the f- feedback. The food back. <laughs> the food back. I'm so glad I read because I'm so good at it. Uh, <laughs> you just got your eyes examined yesterday. Maybe uh-huh. that's part of it. Ooh, I'm back. Yeah, I still need my glasses. Um, do you okay. want me to read first? Yeah, if you're back. I'm back. I'm back. All right. Oh. Pardon my speech, my allergies. Have we'll decided. be better next week, folks. We're just we're getting back we're in the rusty. saddle here. We're rusty. The magic beans haven't kicked in. <laughs> okay, hi, Anne and Bill. Lacey was. Uh, no- this is from Wynn, by the way. Wynn. I was going to say that at the end. Thank okay. you very much. Um, Lacey was no doubt a big hit with the Bell Rumble fan base. Pardon me. Oh, but my favorite scene was the opening where Rumple dreams of killing Henry. <laughs> it was immediately recognizable as a dream. Rumple would never let anyone pick one of his things. Uh, speaking of those things, wasn't that one the one that he took from Cinderella's uh, fairy godmother? I believe it was. Possibly, it but it had orange magic. But go ahead. Well, the the that was also that was the one that what's his face just stole Robin Hood. Yeah. yeah. So the dream like started that. Well, I'm going to get back to the letter now. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um, but the payoff was a conflicted look on his face when he woke up. I enjoyed the parts of the episode that moved the plot ahead, the bean field, angst over impending return to the enchanted forest, but failed to appreciate the Robin Hood detour and still don't like the, uh, still don't care about tomorrow, Greg and the package. Worst euphemism ever. <laughs> Last brief point. I'm liking Henry with Neil better than Henry with Emma or Henry with Regina. I hope mm-hmm. father and son end up as family as a family unit in the real world at the end of this. Love win. Yeah, that's a very interesting point she brings up right at the end there, uh, that, you know, maybe Henry might end up with Neil and uh, just forget all this magic stuff. That would be that would be an interesting choice. Uh-huh. Although I, I definitely have to agree with her on the uh, the Robin Hood, and, uh, and we discussed it earlier in the episode, the Robin Hood and the Tamara and Greg. Uh, the package, though, while... I, I think they should have had it something to be more surprising as Hook than Hook. Uh, I like Hook. I like Hook. Hook's good. I'm glad he's back. I missed him. <laughs> okay, uh, so this next letter is from Alina. I, I would say Alina. Alina or – yeah, I think Alina. And if uh, you want us to not mispronounce your names, please feel free to leave voicemails. <laughs> yeah, we're voicemails really, or – We're really bad at figuring out names. Or include the phonetic spelling. Uh, <laughs> no, I ha- uh, Alina says, I have a theory about Neil Bay. Uh, what if uh, he is Huck Finn and somehow he met the Lost Boys and they took him to Neverland where he met Hook? Uh, the reason I have this theory is because Hook and Bay have things in common – uh, for one, Bay grew up uh, with a coward for her father, and Huck grew up with a father who was drunk, and they are both thieves. I could see that. I could see that. I Especially, see that you know, being many, many, many fairy tale characters all rolled into one runs in that family. True that. So, uh, yeah, that, that's very interesting, so, like, Lena. Huck into Peter Pan? Yeah. Actually, the timing, the timelines would work out pretty well with that. Yeah. Uh, you might have to. Kind of gloss over the fact it wasn't Peter Pan supposed to be British. 
Uh, you might have we to gloss over, over a lot of things. Yeah. This show. Yeah, this is true. Okay. But yeah, I could definitely see that happening. And I love Mark Twain and Mark Twain's character. So I would love to see them incorporated. It's sort of like, you know, we, we have the Enchanted Forest. Uh, we have Wonderland. We have a black and white world. Maybe we could have Americana Land. Amer- Americana Land. You know, where Huck Finn and Tom Sawyer and Paul Bunyan and Wild Bill Hickok all live. You're much more familiar with this land than I am. Uh, Pecos Bill. You know, all those old tall tale American oh, stories from like the mid-1800s. I would like to see the big blue um, – was it a, a cow? Ox. Ox. Paul Bunyan's ox. I couldn't yeah. think of the word. Yeah, ox. I yeah, actually, that. you know what? Come to think of it, in a story uh, – or fables, uh, which uh, – the comic series that we've referenced before that has a similar premise to Once Upon a Time – uh, the spinoff Jack of Fables, uh, they actually uh, – Babe the Blue Ox was one of the main characters. That's hysterical. Yeah, yeah. And it was great because uh, like about halfway through the series, uh, Babe stopped being one of the main characters. But the last page of every issue was a six-panel kind of comic strip featuring Babe just saying like these really high-minded things that made absolutely no sense. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. Kind of awesome. <clears throat> okay, and our last letter today is from Jamie. I'm guessing Jamie here. Jamie or Jamie? I, can't, uh, I think Jamie sounds a little bit more like a name than Jamie. Yeah, and I, I really feel bad at uh, mispronouncing their name just I because, it because I, I went back. I hate ba- when people are mispronounced. Why? Well, plus I went back. I had I had a fun little uh, email conversation because I I think one of the things they mentioned was where were we going to be recording or when we were we going to be recording. Uh, so we went back and forth a few times on email. But I go ahead and read the okay. letter. Okay, first I want to say that I feel very nerdy for writing in. I am like a podcast fan virgin, meaning I listen to a lot of podcasts but never tweet, Facebook, or email the podcasters. I am one of those people who loves American Idol but would never <laughs> vote because this seems weird. Well, we're, I we're, disown you now. <laughs> we're, we're, we're honored to be your first. <laughs> Uh, we'll be gentle. Yes, yes, and uh, you know we'll we'll remember you fondly as uh, as we hope that you will remember us fondly. And uh, while leaving a re- review on iTunes, yeah, and you know maybe in ten years we'll meet up for a drink some sometime, and uh, you know just <laughs> ju- just discuss everything and maybe find out where we are in life. But go ahead, okay. uh, finish. Anyway, <laughs> I say all of that because I. Th- thought the other day while watching the latest episode of Once. You know how the prophecy regarding the boy being Rumpel's undoing seems to have pointed directly to Henry. Well, hasn't Rumpelgold always struggled to interpret the meaning of the prophecy? He never seems to really get it right. My predictions are that um, it is not Henry who will be his undoing, but rather his boy, Balefire Neil. Not sure how that would play out, but I think it would definitely be a possibility. I, I, I like that. I, I don't think uh, one necessarily cancels out the other because Henry's kind of Neil's doing. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> yes, they sort of work together. Yeah, definitely. I, but yeah, it, it, it's a very uh, interesting theory. I think, uh, you know, whatever happens, that prophecy isn't as clear cut as Henry's the guy who's going to bring Rumpel down. There's multiple layers of meanings and multiple twists. Uh, because as we know in the future, nothing is completely clear. Plus that 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 seer seemed really tricksy. A little bit. I mean, I know yeah. she was dying mm-hmm. pretty much, but yeah. So it, we'll see what happens with the with the curse uh, or with with uh, Henry. We do also and... have another boy. Who I mean, August is now a boy. This is true. They, they, they and he could be. I mean, there was he... a brief name check on August this episode, wasn't there? Like they mentioned, like him and Henry playing or something. Yeah, him and Henry playing in the field. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. Why that do we not funny. have uh, like video of that? That I need. Mm-hmm. Well, we're okay. a little over an hour now or right around an hour. So we should Sorry. probably wrap things up. But if you thank you to all of our fans who wrote in. Uh, great thank to you be to everybody. Yeah, exactly. Uh, great to be back with you all after after the break. If you want if you want to write in, uh, we have a few ways you can do that. You can write us an email at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. You can tweet us at gfstorybrook, or you can leave us a voicemail, and we love voicemails. We really love if voicemails. If you leave a voicemail, even, even if it's awful, even it's a, if it's a minute of you saying how much we're terrible, uh, we'll still play it. Uh, but <laughs> the voicemail number is 424 274 
2352. That's 424 274 2352. Call in, leave us a message, let us know your thoughts, your reactions to the episodes, or um, our your reaction to our reactions to the episodes. <laughs> uh, specifically, if you want to, after you watch the episode on Sunday night, put that number in your phone, give us a call. Lay, t- t- tell us uh, what you thought about the episode because we're, be awesome. we're always looking for uh, good fan feedback. Um, you know, right after the episode airs for our new episode recording. But uh, let's see. Uh, anything else you have, Anne-Marie? Uh, did I forget anything? Oh! Uh, Jesus, scared sorry. me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. No, uh, we should mention the website. Uh, you can. Oh, we have a website? We do have a website. Do we post it on GoDaddy? <laughs> we do, actually. Um, no, but the website is greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. All of our other contact information is there, Facebook, Google+, Plus, all of that. But I, again, a- anything else you have to add, Anne-Marie, before we wrap up here? <laughs> Um, no, no, not really. Just having some funny conversation on Facebook tonight. Oh, so you're Facebooking over there while I'm wrapping up I'm the I'm greetings episode. from Storybrooke Facebooking. Oh, are you? Yes, I am. Are you, t- are you telling them that we're recording the episode while you're Facebooking with them? <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, no, because I posted earlier that we were sitting down to record and Bill's acting like you crossed the town line and mm-hmm. I am munching on magical beans, aka edamame, should be a winner. And uh, Daniel J. Lewis from Once Podcast says, Magic Beans, the new weight loss diet. You'll feel like you have a portal in your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> it was just funny. So nice. I was giggling over here to myself. Okay, but we're going to get out of here. Uh, <laughs> we're getting punch happy. Is yeah. that even a word? Punch happy? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Slap happy. Slap happy or, or punch drunk. Or punchy. But in I uh, until the new episode and until next week, greetings, greetings from, from Storybrook. Greetings from Storybrook. I'm Bill Meeks. And I am I don't know who I am anymore. Anne Marie Anne Marie. Yeah, watch what you say, buddy. Watch what you say. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone, and I'm hitting my mic. <laughs> let's, let's try that again. Yeah, let's start it over. I'm going to not over. do that really bad joke this time. Okay, cool. Okay. False start. False start. <laughs> Maybe we'll throw that in at the end of the episode. Okay. <laughs>